Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like what you're listening to, go give me a five-star review, five-star comment. Greatly appreciate it, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on you know Google Play, Apple Podcasts, even the YouTube. So I got the videos, so the viewerships and the listenerships are up. Thank you guys so much for listening. But today we're going to have a hot topic. We're going to talk about the policing of citizens in America. And what does that mean, guys? What does that mean? So we have a case that just happened in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, where a 13-year-old kid named Lyndon Cameron, who has autism, whose mother has, if I'm not mistaken, not been working lately, but had her first day of work, uh, you know, pretty much this past week. Um, her son has great separation anxiety. Um, so when he is by himself or when his mom's at work, um, his autism really kicks in really bad. And so uh, the mom comes home. Um, the kid has autism guy, so he ends up screaming and yelling and, and, and being, you know, just, just very boisterous and loud. She calls the cops so that they can subdue him, you know, maybe take him to the hospital because of his autism. What happens? The cops come and they ask the mother to go outside. Um, she goes outside. Then she hears the cops screaming at her 13 year old son, her 13 year old son to get on the ground. And then, uh, I guess he didn't get on the ground. He started running and then shots are fired you know, injured his intestines, uh, you know, just stomach all the way around, the whole nine. The kid's in the hospital right now. Uh, very sad story. Very sad story. So, you know, this is right on the heels of what happened in Rochester, you know, with the case of Daniel Prude, you know, up in New York. And, you know, just another incident where we have cases of mental health. And, you know, cops are called to the scene for cases of mental health. They're called for domestic violence cases. They're called for a lot of things that, that they should probably have some kind of assistance with. Cops, you know, I don't want to say this, guys. A lot of people are talking about defund the police. Do I believe in defunding the police? Uh, I wouldn't say I believe in defunding the police. I don't think I have, uh, you know, a way, you know, either or. But what I do think needs to happen is that when you have instances like this of mental health issues, mental health issues, cops should have a trained mental health person with them to diffuse the situation at the lowest level possible. These guys are, they're like trained to kill, you know, and you're having a 13 year old child who has autism, has special needs, who probably doesn't understand the directions, probably doesn't understand or, or can comprehend um, you know, that situation, that incident at that moment, you know, I have friends who have kids that have, uh, you know, autism and like severe cases of autism and just the, the language barrier, they're speaking things of that nature, um, comes very hard for the child. And so if you are not a person who is used to said child, uh, then you could definitely, um, you know, have a different impression when you arrive at a scene, not knowing the kid's mental situation. So, what should the cops have done in this? The cops need to have a trained professional who can deal with mental health uh, with them when they have mental health calls. Um, if that were the case, this kid, Lyndon Cameron, probably would not have been shot because a mental health expert would have known what to do. If that was the case, Daniel Prude in Rochester, New York, probably would not have been killed with a bag over his head because they would they would have known how to deal with mental health 
issues. Um, yeah, the cops aren't trained for this. They're trained to center mass. We all know center mass and keep pumping the bullets out. Uh, that is what they're doing. That is what they've been trained to do. And that is what they, they are going to continue to do. So in cases like this, with Lyndon Cameron, a mental health issue, cops should not be the people who are called there first. Uh, or, or maybe they should be called, but they need to have a trained, licensed professional to deal with a mental health issue. You know, we do this with every other job. You know, I'm an engineer by trade. Do you think I would bring somebody who is not an engineer to a job to do engineering work on? No. Would I bring somebody who was uh, a race car driver to fly a plane for me? No, I wouldn't do that. I would call on a person to assist who knows what they're doing. Mental health experts should be in the same room, the same car as police officers on mental health calls. And I think that this can uh, be be done, you know, probably easily. And I'm guaranteeing you mental health issue, uh, you know, like mental health experts will probably be more than willing to be on call where there's, let's say it's 50 and, you know, let's say it's 50 mental health experts in the city and they have mental health, you know, cases that get called in. Maybe there's 20 or 30 a month. I guarantee you some mental health guys would say, hey, I'm going to take two days here. You take two days here. You take two days there, you know, so, so that, and every hundred days, those fifty mental, you know, health professionals um, um, are are spending two days, uh, you know, every hundred days. Uh, so basically, let's just say six days a year, being on call for mental health issues with the with the police department, with the fire department, with anybody that has any issues, so that we don't have incidents like this. You know, that's just my two cents. Cops are not trained to be mental health experts. Therefore, they should not have the have the right to even try to diffuse that kind of situation because their only thing that they're going to do is is diffuse it with violence. And that is not the key for people who have mental issues. Now, one thing about cops that I got to get off my chest, it's like cops are. It's like they're scared, man, and I understand it. It is a, a, a very scary job. I'm in the military. I've been in some very scary situations when I've been deployed. You know, but uh, cops have to understand that you have to be one of the community. What happened, you know, I think the problem with these cops now is, is that they don't grow up in the community and then become cops and become, you know, officers who are brought back into that community. And they might have known that this Lyndon Cameron kid had autism. So they know that, you know, uh, the house on the corner has an has a kid who has autism. And so we need to treat that situation a little bit different. You know, they don't know the neighborhoods. They don't know the residents. They don't know. You know, they're, they're, they're not a resident of that community. And when you're not a resident of that community, you're a foreigner. And so the foreigner, you, you are going to, um, you know, if, I'm, if I am a resident of that community and I don't know you and you're coming to possibly bring harm to me or arrest me, you know, I am going to, shoot you away from you because your whole intent is to basically get me to jail, right? Now, if you are a member of that community and you know the residents there, you know, it is it is more of a respectful relationship because everybody knows everybody. You know, like, I know your parents. I know your children. I know your mother. I know your wife, your husband, your, your dog, your cat. I know them all, right? So, you know, 
if a situation happens to where a, you know somebody has to be separated or 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 there's a, an altercation or fire or or something, if you can diffuse the situation at the lowest level possible, because you know the the, the people in the situation at hand, it's the best possible thing for everybody. So that's one thing. Cops aren't cops do not patrol the neighborhoods in which they reside in. That's that's issue one for me. Issue two is these cops. It's almost like they're so scared that I don't think some of these guys shouldn't even be police officers because their first, you know, a uh, 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 hint of like action. They want to pull a gun and shoot somebody. You know, they want to pull a gun and, and 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 tell somebody to get down the ground. You know, a little compassion goes a long way, man. A little compassion goes a long way. You know, uh, you can rule with an iron fist and maybe it's 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 the courage on them. They got the they got the. You know, used to say liquid courage when you drink, but they have a gun on them, right? So they got the they got the iron courage, right? They got that gun on their side. They got that pistol by their side. So that you know, like they're a little bit courageous at that moment. You know, so it's 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 almost like some of these cops are are the kids who weren't popular in school, who are trying to get back at everybody for not you know uh, uh, being that guy. You know, some of these guys probably got picked on. And so now nobody's going to pick them anymore because they're the big, bad police officers. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this. I'm just generalizing that so many situations come off like that where the first thing you do is pull a, pull a weapon. You know, it's because you don't know how to defend yourself. And then cops also, please, if you're going to be a police officer, please know how to defend yourself with your, with your fisticuffs or be able to tackle somebody. Like for this, for this, you know, for these guys to shoot a 13-year-old child. Like, really, you couldn't tackle him? He's 13. He's 13. You know? Like, how can you not get this kid on the ground without shooting him? You know? Yeah. It's craziness, guys. Um, also, you know, um, with the Jacob Blake case, I know I don't like to bring it up too much because I don't know all the facts on this one. You know, you know, for the most part, we, we've all seen the video and it's, and it's horrific. You know, and there's a lot of different things that could have went down in there. Now, I guess one rumor was that the that three cops had him on the ground and got out of the grass with three cops. If that were true, why are you a police officer if three people can't contain one person? Why are you a police officer if you can't contain a person? And it's three of you guys. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Police officers, if you're going to be a police officer, make me feel safe. Not by pulling a pistol. Make me feel safe by knowing that you're going to get somebody on the ground and be able to get them on the ground and put them in handcuffs. You know, I know that you're trying to get back to your family, but these people are also trying to get back to their families, too. You know, so you don't have to always draw a gun on somebody. You know, get somebody to the ground. Keep them on the ground. If you can't, if three cops can't keep somebody on the ground, you don't need to be police officers. I'm sorry. You know, you don't. You don't. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of these police officers, man, like I already said to you guys, I think they are, you know, they are afraid as they should be. I'm not taking nothing against anybody from being afraid in today's society. Got a lot of things that are going on, guys. Um, you know, the gun rates are crazy. You know, I'm from Louisiana and, you know, there was a song by, uh, you know, I forgot the guy's name. He's from New Orleans. And he said a PlayStation costs more than a chopper. Which, if anybody knows what that means, a PlayStation, of course, is the game console that we all play on, right? PlayStation, Xbox. Costs more than a chopper. And a chopper is a street name for AK-47 where I'm from. And it is the God honest truth. You know, you can get an AK-47 on the streets for 
less than it costs to get a PlayStation in a store. So that's one of the problems. I mean, the the guns are rampant. I mean, you, you can get them anywhere. You can get them anywhere, you know? And uh, it's sad. It's sad, but it's it's true. And so with a lot of guns in the streets, I can understand why the cops are afraid. Um, but uh, the the training needs to be, I think, upheld to, to just a greater standard. Um, some of these guys are not the best guys when it comes to being in shape. You know, the the guys and the females, they're, they're, they're not the best in shape. I've seen cops pull over. I'm like, you're you're really a cop. Like, you, you you're not in shape. Like, you know, it's almost like the military. I expect my military guys to look a certain way. Like, you're a military guy, right? I want you to. I want to understand that when you go overseas, that you're going to protect me. And some of these guys, like, a poodle can snap their ankle, and they're going to be gone. <laughs> but the cops are, are like the same way. I want my cops to be in shape, man. Because you, if, if that were the incident or, or, or the instance where three cops are trying to hold down one guy and they can't hold him down, that's a pity on the cops, to be honest with you. Um, but on that note, guys, Lyndon Cameron, say his name, you know, Miss Brianna Taylor, say her name also. I mean, we got so many people's names that we are constantly having to say their names because of their own doings of what some of these police officers are doing. Um, and not all cops are bad, guys. Don't take this the wrong way. Um don't let the 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 one the five percent or or the ten percent of bad cops be a bad name for all cops because that is not the case. Um, there are some bad apples everywhere. Like there's bad apples in every race. There's bad apples in you know every everything. You know there's 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 bad apples everywhere. But don't let those bad apples define um, everybody. You know, like uh, with the protesters. You know, we're not gonna get political here, but with, with the protesters, a lot of people. A lot of people were saying that they're a bunch of rioters, a bunch of thugs. Don't let the ones who are doing the robbing and the looting take away from the ones who are there for the real reason. You know, just like we shouldn't let uh, the incidents of a few bad cops determine the fate of all cops. You know, I, I like my police officers. I want you to be great because when you're great, we're safe. You know, but we got to do it together in harmony, in unison. We got to do it together. Um, you know. Cops need to know the community that they're patrolling. They need to know, you know, the the people who they're protecting, the people who are paying their salaries. They need to take the time to know those those folks because I guarantee you, once you start knowing people and you know their names and they know you and they know that you're not gonna not gonna cause any harm, they're gonna police that neighborhood for you. They are, you know, they are definitely gonna do that. They're gonna police that neighborhood for you. Your job's going to be a lot easier if you're well-liked and well-respected in the community that you are protecting. So, you guys know, the Nino's Corner podcast is like the barbershop of podcasts. So, we've gotten to, you know, onto the Lyndon Cameron case, and let's hope this guy pulls through. Not this guy, this 13-year-old kid pulls through. Um, yeah, I pray for his family, pray for his mother, and, uh, you know, you know, just his family all together that he pulls through because that was a, a senseless shooting. So let's let's turn the, the tie to a little bit, you know, more joyful subject. We're going to talk about a little sports now. We're going to talk about uh, the Lakers in Houston. They played last. They they played Tuesday night. All right, uh, it's currently Thursday morning. Right, so um, they played Tuesday night. The Lakers, uh, man, did LeBron have a game or what? You know, LeBron killed it, man. Like he just broke some records. You know, most playoff wins of all time for a player. Did it in uh, I don't know. Uh, What's his year 17 for him? No, it's not even year 17, is it? He's how old is LeBron? 35? Kenny, he's 18. 
Yeah, something like that. Year, year seventeen. But he did it. He only had fourteen playoff seasons. That's what it was. He didn't have. He didn't play in the playoffs in three seasons. But in fourteen playoff seasons, he's broken the record for most for for most career playoff wins. Tim Duncan uh, was one of the folks that he passed up earlier this year. Um, Tim Duncan played at what eighteen seasons in the playoffs. Uh, Derek Fisher had the record that you know that James beat last night, sixteen seasons. So what this guy's doing, guys, we're seeing history in the making. You better love it. You better respect it. The boy is that dude. You know, I I love watching LeBron on the on the court. I love watching him off the court too. I think he is the model, you know, citizen for what an athlete should be. Um, but the Lakers versus Houston, guys, this is a really good series. I thought Houston was was trying to creep and get that game last night, but you know, if I had money on the game last night, it was definitely gonna be the Lakers. I did not see them going down one two. Um, they're just too strong. You know, uh, I like the Lakers two stars better than I like Houston's two stars. Uh, you know, I would take LeBron and, and Anthony Davis over, you know, uh, Russell and, uh, and James Harden in the week. James Harden, even though he is one of the greatest, uh, shooters that we've ever seen in this league, the greatest one, in, one of the greatest one-on-one players we've ever seen in this league. Uh, but the thing about Houston is when they start those, sh- those, those shots, guys, um, uh, they're either falling or not. And, I think what killed them last night was PJ Tucker didn't hit any shots last night. Any shots last night, right? I mean, he had one one shot. I think he had three points last night. Uh, you know, so one shot from the corner. And when he's not shooting from the corner, you know, he's his offense isn't there. Um now, Eric Gordon, uh, also I think only had seven points. I think between PJ and and Eric Gordon, there was only 10 points scored. Uh with those guys last night, and that killed him because Rondo had 19 points off the bench or 21 points off the bench, um, who also had a thousand assists. Uh, you know, so he got a thousand assists last night for for his playoff career. Uh, I think moving him to like number 11 or like number 12 in the list. So you know, shout out to Rondo who had a great game. Um, not known to be a shooter, but he shot the ball well from the three last night, three for five from the three point line, which is amazing. Uh, which he is not known to be a three point shooter. I, I do not like to see Rondo shoot threes. Matter of fact, I think I put on Twitter today uh, during game two when the Lakers won game two that uh, if Rondo's going to shoot threes, get him out the game. I guess not like if, you know, if if he's like, you know, like game three, then keep him in. But uh, I think the 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 change in that game was not only did the Lakers bench outscore the Rockets bench, the the Lakers supporting players that that are that are also starters, you know, like. Rondo's off the bench. That's a whole different situation. But Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, um, you know, both start for for the uh, Rockets, and they didn't have nearly good games like they should. The supporting cast, the starting supporting cast for the um, Lakers, had a you know they had a pretty good run. I think uh, KCP had a pretty good game, especially defense wise. Um, uh, Danny Green had another good game when it comes to the defense. He could have shot a little bit better. He missed a couple wide open shots, but uh, the Lakers bench was amazing. I think they had 42 points off the bench, you know, 21 by Rondo, a certain amount by Kuzma, and Caruso continuously just amazes me every game. I like watching the kid play. I mean, he has hops. His defense is, is pretty good. He's tough. He's tough. You know, so what the Lakers ended up doing during that game was when he double teamed Harden, um, you know, they got him in the fourth quarter. They double teamed him, got the ball out of his hands, and basically said Russell Westbrook beat us. Russell couldn't do it. He's not a good deep ball shooter. What Russell needs to do, guys, is just keep driving 
and putting his head down and going through the hole. And I think he kind of depends on his mid-range jumper a little too much. Um, it's the same knock that I have on LeBron James, too, if, if, if we're being honest. That he's so strong and powerful. He can go to the hole anytime he wants. But I think he sometimes takes some plays off to get his energy, but he'll take a, a fadeaway here or start shooting threes. And when he when the three-point ball starts to feel good to him, he starts to shoot a little bit more. Um, and, and, you know, to his credit, he, he hits the shots. But, you know, I just think he's a much better player when he's head down going to the hole. Uh, but good series so far. Uh, I think the Lakers are going to take this in five. I think they're going to win the next two games. I think Frank Vogel is going to definitely uh, readjust. I don't think I don't think McGee is going to start anymore in this series. I think they're going to go with a little bit smaller lineup. Um, but then again, they might just keep him in the lineup because you know let him have his six seven minutes and keep keep the rotation going. You know, like just keep the rotation going. Keep Cal Kuzma off the bench. Keep Rondo off the bench. Just make sure that those guys are are fresh and ready off the bench for that second unit. Uh, but what a game. Um, what a game last night. Uh, another game, we saw the Greek freak lose. You know, he didn't play, but, it, you know, but the Bucks lost last night to the Miami Heat in a gentleman's sweep. Um, now it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen to the Greek freak guys. Where's he going to go? Is he going to stay in the, in the Bucks or what? You know, we shall see. Uh, but enough about basketball. Let's talk about the big thing was coming up tonight. Kansas City Chiefs versus Houston Texans. Football, football, football. Uh, the two highest paid quarterbacks are going to face off. Uh, you know, Watson versus uh, defending Super Bowl MVP and, and, and champion. Um, uh, Pat Mahomes. Why can't I think of Pat Mahomes' name? I'm a Big 12 guy too, guys. So I couldn't think of his name. But, um, yeah, Pat Mahomes has the potential to be the greatest quarterback to ever play this game, guys, uh, if he just stays healthy. I mean, he's, he's special to watch, and I can't wait to watch him tomorrow. I'm really looking to see what um, their new running back that they got from LSU, Clyde Edwards, Elaire, Elaire Edwards. I can never say his name right, but the little shortstop running back from LSU, a beast. The rich get richer. He fits that team just perfect. So it's going to be very interesting to see the game tomorrow night. I cannot wait to see football, guys. And then, you know, we're going to backdoor it on Saturday with college football on Saturday. Um, and then some more NFL on Sunday, man. It's going to be a great week, man. So next week, what I'm going to do for you guys next Tuesday, I am going to do uh, my normal football stats, and it's going to be great. I cannot wait to record and get back to my stats for football you know, I always do the Horns Corner section, the Minos Corner, where I do the the sports, uh, 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 basically the game analytics and stats and data and stuff for the Texas football game. So the Texas versus UTEP game I'm going to do. I might even do an extra game for college. And then I'm going to do my weekly results, guys, for um, for football. And so I think I'm going to start with week one, and then I'm going to do every fourth game. So I do like, you know, like week four, then uh, week eight, week 12 and week 16, uh, because it was getting very tedious and, and like the numbers weren't, you know, separating as best as they should, um, because it's just a, you know, such a minute, uh, you know, schedule. So definitely guys, thank you guys for joining in, man. Like I always tell you guys, man, do you, don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment, understand your brilliance, man. And, uh, love you guys, man. Salute to you guys. Um, football's tomorrow, man. I can't wait for the next podcast. You might get an extra podcast from it just on the strength. But anyways, guys, we're out. Nino's Corner, I'm out. It's good to see you. Peace.